This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Time now for Travel Best Bets. And as always, Claire Newell joins us from Travel Best Bets. Hi, Claire. Hey there, Simi. Today we're talking about something that might seem a little bit boring to to people, but it is very important. It's plastic. Uh, as in what we put all everything on these days? <laughs> yes, debit and credit cards. <laughs> right. And it's not that fun. You know, um, it was just about a decade ago that, you know, the really pesky foreign transaction fees sat at around 3% across the board. So I first want to talk about the credit cards. So... Um, the foreign transaction fees are coming off a little bit, depending on what type of credit card you have. Right. And I recommend that people do a search. If you travel a lot and you're, you know, you're pay- using your credit card outside of Canada, you should be looking for a card these days that has no foreign transaction fees. There's lots of them out there. Who wants to pay that 3%? Um, there's a couple of things that you can do to get a list of those. I recommend you either do a Google search for Canadian credit cards with no foreign transaction fees, or right. you can take a look. There's a, quite a good article on creditcardgenius.ca, but I think that it's really important. So, you know, if you can find a no surcharge credit card, that would be really great. Um, the other thing that people get caught on when they're using their credit card is that they use it to withdraw cash. Don't do that. Oh, okay. Use Cause I know a lot a of people debit- do that. I know it's not a good idea because the credit card charges you interest for anything you take out. Who wants to pay that? And they also may charge you a fee as well. So if you want to take out um, cash, I recommend you do a debit card or you get some out from your local bank before you go. The other thing people get caught on, one of the biggest traps, and you may have seen this when you've bought something maybe in the US lately, Simi, but um, when you're away, have you ever had the, the, I guess it was the machine, ask you, would you like to pay in your Local currency, yes. Or would you like to okay. pay in Canadian dollars? Or would you like to pay in U.S. dollars? I've only been asked that a couple times in the U.S. Well, what you want to do is make sure that you pay in your local currency because they are going to convert that bill at the worst exchange rate possible, like terrible. And um, and so if you're ever given that choice, it's always always local currency. The other thing is um, is that if you are taking out your your cash, like I say, a lot of people think that it's a good idea on your debit card, and it's true, it is, uh, but often people don't realize the fees on that as well. So most, is gonna, most are still going to charge you a, a surcharge. Usually it's a flat fee, 3 to $5 per withdrawal. So if you're taking out 20 bucks or the equivalent of $20 at a time, don't right. do it. You're paying such high charges for that. Um, and... A lot of them are, if they don't have the same symbols on the back of your ATM card, they're going to charge you exchange surcharge on top of that, and that local ATM may add a fee. So you've just got to be very careful uh, which one you're doing. Make sure that you're using an ATM that has the same networks that you do. Right. I hope this is making sense to you. Yes, it is. Um, but that's a lot. Do you, what about taking cash? Like, do you ever just take cash? I do. I like to have local currency on hand. And normally, you know, a lot of people say, oh, the easiest amount to remember is anywhere between 50 and $100 equivalent in Canadian. Right. So 
the thing is, is that that really is hard because how there's places in the world that have become cashless. Um, almost all of the retail outlets in Sweden and China are refusing to take any sort of paper currency at all. Right. So you need to know where you're going. The other thing is you need to find out what the cost of living is wherever you're going. And I use the website. We've talked about this before. Numbeo, N-U-M-B-E-O.com. And then you put in whichever country you're going to and it tells you the cost of what a latte is going to cost you or a beer. Um, because, you know, if you're going to Vegas and you want a martini, it could cost you 20 bucks US and somewhere else it might cost you $2. Or you could just so sit and just- play a machine and it will cost you nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Um, the other thing I wanted to quickly mention is if you, you, you know, we are, every, um, travel expert is going to tell you that you should be using plastic. You should be using your debit cards and your credit cards for safety. You should just be aware of these, um, these fees that you may incur. And the small fine print is going to be able to help you on your, which I don't think many people read, but you should. Um, you should also protect those cards because all of the chips have information that can be scanned when you're traveling. And there's bad people everywhere. So I really recommend that you spend a little bit of money and get an RFID protector oh, yes. for your, your card. Yes, a good one. Yes. Yeah. So just, you know, wherever you're going, you can get them wallet size. You can get um, them built into, say, a crossbody. There might be a special pocket that has RFID protection. I actually was just given two little, look, what look like credit cards that go in the front and back of my first and last credit card yeah. inside my wallet and it protects them. So you, you, I've talked about the fact you can use something cheap, like an Altoids, an empty Altoids tin. And you're just trying to get the, the, the field around the, the right. chip protection. That's all important stuff. Now, that's all really good (laughs) advice, Claire. I hope people use it. But, you know, we tend to take all that stuff for granted when we travel, right? I know. I know we do. But we should get people traveling. Yes, let's get people traveling. We'll talk about some fun stuff. Okay, the first is to Vegas. Talking about martinis in Vegas. Anyway, November the 24th, I found a pretty good deal. It's air and three nights staying at the MGM Grand. Beautiful property, four star. Uh, 269, taxes of 173. So it works out to 442 all in. The next one I've got for you is to Veradero, Cuba. This is a steal. It's November the 29th or December 6th. It's air and seven nights, also a four star, but this is a beachfront all inclusive resort. $699, taxes of $430, so $1125. And then the last one, I love this one. It's, I haven't seen this itinerary very often. It's a circumnavigation, so all the way around Japan. Oh. Uh, it's a beautiful itinerary. It's a nine-night, April the 19th. I think this is such a good way to see Japan, and it includes all of your meals and entertainment. So it's also aboard Cunard's ship called Queen Elizabeth, so it's a deluxe cruise. This is Air and the nine-night deluxe cruise, sixteen ninety nine. Taxes of five ninety eight, so it works out to twenty two ninety seven. A really good buy for uh, uh, if you've ever looked into a tour of Japan, you'll know how expensive it is. So this is yeah. a really good way to see Japan. And I'm actually I don't remember you ever having this as one of the deals before, and we've covered nope, a lot of never deals. Have. We have covered a lot of deals. I think we've been talking on the uh, you know on, on air together for five years, oh, and I haven't that, seen this Claire. itinerary. More than that. Oh, jeez. I'm just aging myself, and so are you. Oh, dearie Uh, me. Just shows you this is a good one, so people should take it while it lasts. Um, Thank you. you. Thanks, Simi. Have a good day. That is Claire Newell for more information about those deals. And like we said, I've never seen her with this nine-night Japanese cruise before, so check it out. Go to TravelBestBets.com.